Hey. Ooh, I, that was like my radio voice for a second there. Well, that makes sense. We're on the radio. It's Ergo. Yeah, it's the right time for radio voice. Uh, this is Ergo Radio on WHBK. Uh, ergoradio.com. I'm Kiss. I'm Daniel. What's up with y'all? And uh, we're here doing what we do. And what we do is showcasing strong young voices from Chicago and beyond. Each week, another live long-form interview with an artist, writer, organizer, uh, space maker, person reshaping the culture of our city and our country for the more equitable and the more uh, creative. How are you? How are you feeling? How are you holding? Man, I'm tweaking a little bit. The hellish shit just like happened right before I came up here. Uh, free my people, and yeah, I don't know. Some must be in retrograde or something. I don't know. But uh, let's get to some announcements. Blame it on the retrograde. I, it's probably not even. I don't even know what that means. I'm being. Uh, yeah, but let's get to these announcements. Yeah. So this Saturday at the Promontory, uh, there will be another installment of the Black Market. Uh, uh, an exchange marketplace of black artists, vendors, uh, business owners, apparel, um, and it will be organized by the Let Us Breathe Collective. This is a fundraiser for our new organizing and creative healing space on the south side. Um, and come through uh, and have a conversation. Uh, if you want to like get involved in the work that's happening in the world right now, um, come have conversations about love. Come have conversations about freedom, uh, capitalism, the whole nine at the Promontory this Saturday from 12 to 7. Um, for those who celebrate Valentine's Day, get some for your boo and your side pieces. Um, and yeah, make that move this Saturday, Promontory, Black Market. Uh, the other couple of things we got, um, there's a show tonight at Constellation up north, which is a fundraising show with a bunch of really cool artists for Refugee One, which is really good refugee advocacy and resettlement work uh, across the city. And you know that they need their... Uh, as much support as possible right now and there's a lot of amazing artists on the bill and that's just a fun room to be in so find that info uh constellation tonight and then the last thing is uh we're headed out to la um to do a talk and a couple class visits at usc's annenberg school of journalism we'll be out there next week um our talk is open to the public tuesday the 7th at noon um you can check our twitter and our facebook for all the info but if you're in la uh, come through that and uh, catch us in these Los Angeles streets and say hello. Um, that's all. That's all I got. Let's get it going. So we have a very special guest here. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to have you here. We've been in space a bunch together and I don't know if we've really ever had the chance uh, to connect, but I'm excited to get into all the things you do. A DJ, a, uh, a space maker. I'm going to talk, come back to that word for sure. And like, I, I don't like the word legend because usually it just means someone's old. <laughs> but in this case, I think like it applied. Like you're one of those legends, legends <sighs> of this yeah. of this renaissance we keep talking about. DJ Oreo is here. Hey, you guys. What's, what's up with you, family? How you feeling? Man? I am feeling fine. Appreciate fine you feeling. coming through here. Finally, nice to finally meet you, man. Nice so, to finally meet you. So, so we always uh, start off with, with how you feeling today? How is the world treating you? And how are you treating the world? Two, two very important questions. Um, I like this. I'm feeling great because I get up every day um, with my best foot forward, not letting the things of the previous days um, come into the into the new day. Um, and I'm treating the world very well. My I get on Snapchat every day and tell people um, <laughs> I'm so serious. The three rules of every day is to first uh, thank God or whoever it is that you thank in the morning and realize that, you know, that this is a um, a gift. Um, secure the bag <laughs> and never, ever, ever, 
Ever, ever, ever. Front your move. Oh, don't, I like don't, that. Don't ever front your move. Man. We got to um, make some like inspirational t-shirts or something. Yeah, this is like, like move is, I'm, I'm down for that campaign. You know those big posters that they have like in like like office spaces yeah. with like the picture of the mountains and the quote? Yeah. I think that's like a whole new line. Here. Let's let's talk about move front. Like why why is front your move so dangerous? <laughs> because what's done in the dark comes to light, bro. Like everybody <laughs> let's, let's man, bro, to like it. we can't even talk about like I've seen it so many times. There's no reason to lie. Let's talk about like some some of the like most like just off the charts like most just wild egregious <laughs> moves. Don't tell me. Right, look. <laughs> don't tell me. You don't got to name names. <laughs> don't tell me that you do something for somebody. <laughs> oh. And I meet this person oh. and I ask them, "Hey man, you ever heard of this guy?" Nah. On some like celebrity hustle type joint. Yeah, just like, yeah, you know, I do this for this person, bro. You know, with contracts being signed, I'm going to see you on the road. No, you're not. Yeah, that's crazy. No, There's like a legendary dude from like the 90s and 2000s who would like just do that. And he would go to every event that happened to every concert that came to Chicago back mm -hmm. where like security was more lax. Mm -hmm. And he would just carry a clipboard and have an earpiece. And then he would just lie and say he was like working with people. And, I feel just, him. Just, I feel him. That's not move front. He fronted front. his moves. That's, that's not move front. That's not that, move front. That is, no, that, 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 is le that is legendary finesse. That is, okay. That is, I can't, well, that's a, not, well, that's a fine line with, with Toa here between <laughs> finesse and move front. Let, no, let, like let, move front <laughs> is just like, that's not, it's just like, you know, don't tell me, like, you know, just, just be 100. You know, just yeah. be very honest about who you are, not just to me, but more importantly to yourself. Yeah. My dad, I like this. My dad, uh, my dad always said that there was a kid he knew in in college, who when he wanted to go to like a concert or anything, he would just show up with a crate of dry ice. You know how like the steam's coming off the uh -huh. top, because any security guard is going to assume if dude has dry ice and says he's supposed to be inside that he's supposed to be inside. Like no one would like have the guts to a show good, up with a dry good a good way to like. Uh, I've seen it before. Like if you really want to go into a concert mm -hmm. and you want to go through the back. Like and it's not at the United Center. It's like at some like relaxed venue, sweatpants and flip flops. <laughs> <laughs> it, it'll get you because it'll be like it, yeah, no, it'll go not. way further than what you think. It <laughs> oh, will like funny. like look at me. Like do I look like I want to be here? <laughs> yeah. so funny. Like, like this for, is work. Like really. Like skip, the more skip the leather joggers, book bag. Like yeah, not even a book bag. You gotta have like some irrational shit in your hand like a chart like a charger like a charger and like a three piece like a, a cigarette in your ear like and like a t-shirt you you look like like you a gotta, neck pillow or something yeah you gotta look like you just like bro fucking look at the me bus, like, yeah like fucking look at me do i look like That's do weird. i look like i want to be here well the security guy told me that he was like you look like you don't want to be here i know you <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool, bro. So before the before the guest list, I think somebody's gonna pull that move. I think, bro, no, I, I, for no. the people, look at this. For real, before the guest list spot was was approved for you, what these are these are we're leaving these in the abstract, but like, what what's the most like ridiculous move you ever tried to pull to get into somewhere, whether it worked or not? I don't know because I've. I can't say I've ever been turned down to mm -hmm. get into a show. Um, like, I've basically been in a position where I've never, like, tried to finesse into yeah. anything. Like, don't give it, now, I, you know what? I take that back. <laughs> Wait, let's dig back. <laughs> let's I did now. I got a pass you? later on that day, <laughs> but <laughs> I've, I talked my way into Coachella. Wow. Uh, I talked my way into Coachella. It was like, um, I was going to meet up with Chance and Vic one day, and 
I just happened to be in L.A. And we just pulled up to Coachella. Now, we knew if we could get to the buses that we would be straight. So I just went there and name dropped every important (laughs) person on fire <laughs> so the security guards like I wasn't fr- like, I, and what's crazy I think I had on jogger pants <laughs> I was like yo look I'm going I'm like I was just telling like look I'm not going to the festival I'm going to the bus so I can go to the festival and they was like well we need to know we need some type of some type of credentials or something I was like look man I know this person this person this person this person signs the checks this person is who does this this person who does that this is the contact for security this is the contact for TM this is this person this is that person I know the book agent I know the manager I know the security guard like man my phone don't have no reception so much further and my man can't even make the phone call and I told bro bro was like man I need one name. Right. If you can drop one name, yeah. I know you good. I know <laughs> you supposed to be here. And I dropped the name. He was like, we got to get him through here. Get him through here right now. You got an escort. <laughs> yeah, like it was Shout real out cool. to whoever that plug yeah, is. Yeah, like he was, it wasn't even plug. a plug. It was just like he knew. And what's crazy is he was a security guard. There's no possible way he couldn't. He had to really know some other people to know that I know yeah. that person. <laughs> I think like, to be honest, like that ability... It speaks to, I don't know, we spent a lot of time talking about, like, the quote, like, cool kids. Mm -hmm. And for all the frustrations (laughs) of that, like, it's just grounded in the city in, like, actual relationship in a way that's different. You know, I'm from New York and I go back and, like, you know, the few times I'm on the list, I'm like, oh, this just, this sucks. Like, Like, you get in the room. Define the word. Define cool. Cool kids? Define cool kids. Right. So, this is something I'm actually hoping you can can think through with me. Because I think the negative version of that that I'm talking about is the, like, you get in the room and, like, everyone is just looking at each other, making sure they're seen. And no one actually knows each other or, like, can connect with each other. And they're not making things. As opposed to here. I'm a a very in-depth, in-depth person when Mm -hmm. it comes to these type of questions, (laughs) debates. Yeah, yeah. First of all, you have to. I hate that cool shit. So I'm, I'm like, record, I'm there's saying, no I'm saying and you're like in the, contrast like to in it different coach. Like again, like if we talking about like in the hood, like like in in any hood, like there's the cool guy is the guy with the most money in mm-hmm. any hood. Like if we talking about yeah, like in the, in the hood culture, the ghetto culture, the cool guy is the guy with the most money, or the guy. That the guys with most money knows has the most money, um, and that's that's in ghetto culture. That's in that's in the culture that most people will never know about. That's in a culture where there are people who care more about physical appearance than actual facts. And by that I mean there's a culture in Chicago that still exists that most people don't know about. If you're familiar. If you're a real Chicago person, you're familiar with the coat, Pelly Pelly, the brand, <laughs> Pelly Pelly. Now, we're talking about a coat that ranges anywhere from 200 to $2,500. Now, a smart person knows leather isn't warm. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very important distinction. Like, leather isn't warm, Let's talk but about it. <laughs> it's cool to have yeah. a $1,200 coat. Mm. It's cool to have a Pelly Pelly in the wintertime. Yeah. There are people. No, there's a coach in Chicago where there will be three kids in the house or a certain amount of kids in the house, a mother. Everyone has a Pelly. No one has a car. 
yeah. like that. But because it's cool to have a Pelly, it's cool to have Robin jeans, it's cool to have Gucci shoes and all of these things that make it seem as if you have money. That's cool in that culture. Um, now, in in the culture of uh, like that's and what's crazy, you can actually classify that side of Chicago to literally just Facebook and Instagram. Like if you go back, I've always said this: you don't like you want to know who somebody is. Look at their Facebook timeline. Yeah, <laughs> I always say if you really want to know somebody, I don't know, I don't even be on Facebook no more. I don't know if it still worked this way, but like you go to their profile picture and instead of going to the right, go to the left. You so like first, go back, go back to the first one and go the other way. Yeah, like that's like that too. But if you want to see where a person was raised in, like where they come from, go down to Instagram. Like go down there. Like if you actually close with the person, like I bet. If I wanted to know Danny, um, if I wanted to know um, your history and where you come from, A, go to your Facebook profile, go to your picture, go all the way back. B, like just on some something funny, you can tell what a person is from by what's on their timeline on Facebook, what they see. Yeah. Like my Facebook, I, Facebook is the most hilarious thing in the world to me. <laughs> like when I tell you, my Facebook is horrific. <laughs> just in what sense? Trash of like the thing. Like you think the the culture Twitter troll is something to see? The Facebook troll. Oh, think of how many mixtapes you've been tagged. The, on. Like no, oh my god. The like the Facebook troll, the unapologetic status update troll <laughs> about sex, about city things that don't really matter. In the world, just to the city, like there's a whole another coach. There's so many different coaches in Chicago, yeah. and like, like just to get back to the point, like the cool kid in some places is like the drug dealer with the money, the 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 basketball player that has a chance of getting out the neighborhood, the football player, um, you know, the cutest girl, the thickest girl. Um, the loudest girl, the one with the smartest mouth, the pretty girl, like they're different, you know, yeah. uh, genres of cool in what I can, what, if we're talking about classifying things, the ghetto culture, um, that's what's cool. Now, when you come into, um, I guess the more, some of the spaces you in, the, the people yeah, that's dropping their names. To yeah. The, the, yeah. Um, I can't, I like most people would say like hipster, or like uh, indie or whatever. Like the, to me, these are just people mm -hmm. who have a little bit more sense and a little bit sense? more yeah. sense or, or access yeah. and and what do you money. mean by sense? <laughs> because I've seen broke people dress better than rich people. I've seen people go to um, right. So what? So like that's what I'm saying. Like that's why that's why I said we have to class like what what's cool to. The cultured hipster, I guess you can say. Like, what's cool to somebody on Tumblr may not be cool to somebody that's on Facebook. Right, but it's like whether you're, like, elevating one over the other. And saying not, that you one can't, is like me, yeah. like, it's not because the, these are two, like, it doesn't appeal, right. one doesn't appeal to the other. Right. They um, are actually in this moment, like, separate Separate, like, literally separate. Like, I can't, okay, I can wear, you have to know, like, okay, the, Gucci just released, like, this, uh this like snake print uh collection mm -hmm. like where it has like um uh, gucci jeans like a snake literally embedded in the jeans like a cut and sew if you may yeah. um cut and sew jeans cut and sew denim cut and sew whatever now 
um, if I wore that um, in that culture of money, there's only a certain amount of people that would know that's Gucci. Right. As to where like, okay, like I've seen, I've seen someone like five years ago. No. Yeah. Like five years ago in my neighborhood, Baby Supreme, like I promise you, I've never seen Baby Supreme in my neighborhood. Yeah. Not one time. And what, and, and just to like, let people know what, when you say your neighborhood, what West side, about West side of Chicago. Like okay. I've never seen when I say the West side, I mean specifically like the neighborhood that I grew up in. Like I went to Crane high school. True. I know people in Marshall. I knew people in Manly. I never once, never, not one time yeah. saw Bape, saw Supreme, saw, um, BBC, BBC, like maybe stuff. BBC, maybe ice cream, maybe. I never once saw it, yeah. not never one time. Like we're talking about a class. Like I never saw dunks in my school. Like we, no, no, no. I take that back. I saw dunks. I never saw the number one Jordan. Never. I never saw. I only saw like I saw Jordans, like mm-hmm. they came out, but I never saw anyone appreciate the number one Jordan. Yeah. So for you, like, though, and being now in different rooms, like, seeing those things in contrast and seeing the way they function separate, like... Like, I I know, like, I know the difference. Like, I know what appeals to who. Right. So, like I said, uh, a Gucci t-shirt, a Gucci belt, a Gucci wallet, and a pair of shoes with, um, let's just say, some Rockin' Republic jeans or whatever... Uh, or whatever um, <laughs> Robin jeans or whatever mm-hmm. is an entire fit in the ghetto coach like the freshest like he like he right. fly, he 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 looks great he looks to par yeah he spent probably three thousand dollars on all of this shoes belt little little car wallet right shirt hat shades yeah. that's a full fit any day any day of the year as to where you step over into the fat, like the fashion hipster, like in it, because white spaces with money. Not even white spaces with money. I'm just saying streetwear. The sh- okay, mm-hmm. the okay. streetwear, the streetwear hipster culture. I guess whatever you call it. Like mm-hmm. I can't, because you really can't. Because these people right. come, they come from the same. Like some of us, but like more like the leaders, crowd, leaders. The okay, crowd. leaders, so like juggernaut. Uh, I don't really see off white too much. Um, mm-hmm. leader, but right. shout out the version. That's the homie. Um, <laughs> like leaders. Like if you RSVP that those, those people who shop okay bet those people who shop at now imagine you there's only a certain amount of those cool kids from like I said the ghetto culture mm-hmm. that have that just spend money excessively that understand they don't really understand but they know what RSVP is but they mess with it real tough because it costs money right as to where you see like um somebody in the streetwear fashion culture, the hipster culture, whatever. Let's just call the streetwear fat hipsters. Like the street, the street, the streetwear fashion guys, or just the hipster culture, which is basically like one in one, hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, they understand that. They understand. You know, they can give you the history of Supreme, the history right. of Bape. They can give you the history. Of, they're in it in that different in that yeah, yeah because they really want to know and they really care about it yeah. but you can see them walking in a pair of like to them old Gucci um, like let's just say like the denim jacket mm-hmm. you wear that in the hood like oh that's cool that's a denim jacket right 
you know, like only a certain person would know. Like, that's the old, yo, yeah. like, yo, that's fire. Like, mm-hmm. that's vintage Gucci or like that's that new Gucci collab. That's like a $1,200 jacket yeah. or like Supreme. Now, like now, because of like, let's just speak facts. A year ago, two years ago, when Future made, when Future started his run, mm. like he was wearing, he was wearing bait mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, him and Metro Boomer, him and Metro Boomer was like really, really wearing bait. So the hood caught on the hood caught on the bait fast. What's bait? We gotta find it. This this what's new, this right. what's hot. It's been out for bait yeah. been out like eight, nine, yeah. ten years. Yeah. So now you like you see bape in the hood, you see RSVP in the hood, you see right. like they like, oh yeah, like I seen them, I seen them in this as to where I could like, okay, I've seen I've seen my homie Joe Fresh Goods, Vic Lloyd, um, like two of my homies, like I've seen them dress non-designer. Yeah. And <clears throat> excuse me, have on a great a great outfit, a great ambiance, a great whatever you want to call it. And um I've also seen people wear um <clears throat> excuse me. I've also people see, I've also seen people wear one piece of designer and have on like thrift store jeans. Yeah. And I've come to realize that no matter who you are in this world, no matter what culture you're a part of, it's like in some cultures, it's about um, it's about what people see. Mm-hmm. And then in other cultures, it's about how confident you are yeah. in yourself. Like I've seen like I've seen terrible clothes like i don't i don't really get distressed i don't understand it like the stress is like something that's like i but that i just i want to stick on that point for a second that confidence that you're talking about as opposed to like making sure that everything is exactly what it's supposed to look like because i do think that that's what comes through with you is that like you feel or you come across as at home in any room that you're in and Mm -hmm. not in like a disrespectful but in a way that like like you don't ever it, it, it seems like regardless of which side or whatever kind of room you're in you feel like you can connect with people and like you belong. Yeah, like it's I understand it and to 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 just tap on it different strokes for different for different folks. Mm-hmm. Like coming from the hood, like I've any one of my friends will tell you from high school, any one of my friends will tell you like from the hood, I've always been weird. <laughs> and by weird I mean like so what? Like yeah. I like like I was before I under, before I knew what footwork music was, I had a thing for like EDM music, mm-hmm. and this was like this before. Like, this was like, like two thousand, like even like ninety eight when I was oh, seeing like, like techno. Yeah, like techno <laughs> when I was listening like Mortal Kombat, like Mortal Kombat. The Mortal Kombat song was the fire I, I ever heard in my life. <laughs> like the fire thing. I'm gonna I've roll ever heard. it in on the podcast. Like because <laughs> it was just like, why is this so fast? Why is this so fire? You're why is, ready to go. Yeah. Why is he screaming? <laughs> what is this music? I need to know about it. Yeah. And then like I like they were performing to the, they were performing to this type of music in in gym because I wanted to go to the Olympics at one point in my life. So like I was like, whoa, what's this? And then like when I found like I've always had a niche for things that I didn't understand. Mm. But I've always, what is that? What, what, what do you mean by that? Yeah. By that I mean like there are things that if. I guess you want to say it's like fate. Before I knew, like I said, before I knew what footwork music was, I was really into techno music, mm-hmm. tech like whatever. It, and I was young. I didn't even like this is like before LimeWire. 
It's like, like, <laughs> say, you talking CDs and cassettes. We talking like, man, I want to say Jay Z was probably like on his third album, like third okay. or second album. Like, I'm okay. talking like, I like this metric, by the way. Yeah, it's yeah. like, we don't go we by just, years, we go we by should just like, This is perfect. Like, like, this is like, I can't, just speaking my language. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't even tell you the year. Like, this is like, man, yeah, this is like, I was a shorty. Yeah. I wasn't even 12 yet. Like and I like and I know for like I've always been like a little bit more like my dad always raised me and he said he said you know the world is bigger mm. than thirty four hundred which is the number street that we live in like the, the world mm-hmm. is bigger than thirty four hundred mm. so go out and experience it so it's just like I was a kid trying to find out what uh what things were like I was. The only kid, like, I imagine, like, I was in the hood. I was the only kid skateboarding on my block for years. Yeah. I was the only kid, I was the only kid, like, rollerblading for years. Like, mm. <laughs> in the hood, rollerblading, just up and down the street, rollerblading, just being weird. Like, yeah. jean suits before anybody, like, I just thought jean suits were cool. Like, the coolest thing I in the world. I used to love jean suits. Like, jean suits, like, early um, velour, like, velour, oh, like, I had, yeah. like, this velour fubu suit. Like, it was yes, fire. Yes, I did, too. I got my name. <laughs> I got the name Oreo from the, a Sean John velour, like, suit. I could For see, real? I could see the like the deep love in your eyes when you talked about that. I remember they used suit. to have them, um, them fat Albert velour suits. Yeah, like them was. But how fire. do you, you got Oreo from a from a from a, a Jean Jean suit? No, yeah, <laughs> from like a, the nickname came from a Sean John velour suit. So it was really like, man, like I say all this to say, like I've always been like a jack of all trades, like mm-hmm. you know. The most, the most, the 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 fiercest quote I've ever seen on a shirt is "danger, educated black man," mm-hmm. and like you know, like the the worst enemy is in the room is the one that can blend in, mm-hmm. and that's me. You stick me in a room full of stock traders, or stick me in a room full of killers and drug dealers, stick me in a room full of fashion guys, stick me in a room full of DJs, stick me in a room full of producers, stick me in a room full of rappers, and it's just like, whoa. Like you fit right in. That's always what I wanted to be. So it was more so like if the world is bigger than Florinoy, why do I have to dress? Why do I have to dress a court? True. I like vests from Old Navy at a, as a child. Like I, I thought Old Navy was cool as a kid. Like like oh man, let's look up he on went. you. They got it. yeah. Like it <laughs> was like oh man, he lame. He woo. like I thought. I was on pea coats in like third grade. They were like, "What is it with? Why does he have on this coat? What is this?" Like, well, first off, it's warmer than leather. We like, know that just like basically. I, my father, coat. my father never <laughs> bought me a Pelly, like never, <clears throat> and I never like my father really instilled in me that. Shout out to pops. Yeah, my father. I love my pops. I shout <laughs> him out every time I can. Like he really instilled in me. It's not. Like you have to understand a difference between wants and needs, mm-hmm. and that your needs are way more important than your wants. So you like you want a Pelly, <laughs> but you need a coat. <laughs> is a Pelly gonna keep you warm? That's a really yeah, important lesson. Wow. No, and that's I used to like I used to really needs. like and like once like because you know in high school you think you really got it all figured out. You mm-hmm. really think you got it all figured out. Like yeah, I got this Pelly. I'm warm <laughs> with these other two hoodies yeah. on under it. <laughs> Like, yeah, like, what you got on? Like, bro, you ask any one of my homies, like, high school, sophomore year, I wore 
for like two for like two years in my high school career. My pops had bought like this this winter jumpsuit. Like it was a it was a full jumpsuit, like a mechanic's jumpsuit. Mm-hmm. It was impregnable. By the <laughs> you couldn't get wind through this coat. Like it was it was and I was like man, Carhartt type of I don't it wasn't even Carhartt. Like I didn't no care. Brand, yeah. Like it was no brand, bro. But I knew that every it's day like that I walked the, out the, the crib, I was warm. I was, warm. Yeah. I was very warm. Like, and they were like, Oh, you got this suit on. I'm like, boy. You know you cold outside. <laughs> Over there rubbing their hands. Like, like y'all know y'all cold. Like I used, man, I'm for real. I used to, I used to walk to, I could walk to school with my hands in my pocket and a hat on and be fine. And like, <laughs> Lucky, not like have me, to worry about, cold is like, like not have to worry things. about getting my coat dirty, <laughs> not have to worry about people want to snatch my coat. If I want to fight, if anything, like I'm ready to face the world <laughs> in this jumpsuit. And my, my dad used to get so mad at me. Like, man, you wear my jumpsuit. <laughs> I'm like, man, you're going to work. You can't even wear this. What you be standing for? Like, I, like, it was like, man. So like, I say all that to say like, coming from the hood, like, and I can't, I didn't, I'm not saying that I come from nothing. I come from where people come from where nothing is. Mm. I was just privileged to have my father. Mm. So yeah. the base to answer the question, in the hood, you got to have money to be cool. <laughs> Take us back home. Yeah. In the hood, you got to have money to be cool. Like, But that is such an important, like you just made like three very important distinctions. So like wants and needs, but then like what you just said as the, just as the framework of like, it's not that there's nothing here. And like having, I could imagine it being frustrating to have to like repeat that over and over again to folks who are just assuming, like assuming the opposite. And you, we talk about that, like in an organizing context, even the, like this external picture of like what these blocks and these neighborhoods and most of the city looks like. I mean, framing it in like the people who are there versus like what isn't there. Oh, of like how people have misconceptions about Chicago and how, yeah, like right? that. Yeah, yeah, people people think that Chicago yeah, that, is a war zone. Yeah, there's a lot of beautiful things in places where like bad things are happening. People be like, man, like also, you, you in Chicago, like oh my god, it's so terrible. I'll be telling them, come to East Room, <laughs> go to East Room. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a totally different experience. So when you when you tour though, and you get, I'm sure you get that statement a lot because you're like, on the road. Constantly. People be like, oh man, you from Chicago, right? Yeah, <laughs> they did. How do you respond to that? Yeah, like, you, like, oh man, you from Chicago? Like, yeah, I'm like, it's actually not that bad. You, uh, I'm like, you stay off the south side and you don't go nowhere you're not supposed to go. You have a good day. It's just like most people don't know. Like, Detroit <laughs> is so much worse than a lot of places. Like, oh, yeah. LA is so much worse. Like, have you, Flint, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Somebody, it's a lot of people going through much worse than what's like, happening in Chicago. It, yeah, like Chicago just get Even glorified for it. You put one rapper out and now everybody's like, oh my God, it's the worst place in the world. Like they always say, the craziest thing is, I'm pretty sure people get shot every day. Everywhere. Everywhere around the world. (laughs) But for some reason. (laughs) Every day. But for some reason, Chicago somehow always gets that CNN coverage. Every time. Yeah. It's becoming like political. You know, it's like. Man, politics. And this is part of also what's so. Like we have a lot of people up here who are like explicitly political in what they do, so like mm-hmm. it makes sense that they have to spend their days talking about that. But that's also like not—that's not what you do. You go and you bring you you make space and you play music and you tour the world with artists. Like the fact that you in those moments have to be explaining that over and over again. Also, I I, I could imagine that being frustrating. No, it's not really up for discussion. I just it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> There's no point to get into this. Man, y'all always seem to think something going. 
Yeah. It's not that bad, bro. Yeah. Just call me when you get there. I'll take care. <laughs> that's really my that's really my my answer to that question every time. Yeah. So so let's take it back a little bit. You talked a lot about your pops and how he kind of like opened your eyes to looking at the world in different ways. And you mentioned a lot about like footworking. Mm-hmm. And so it was like footworking kind of like your first entry into like kind of like culture and like the the, the 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 footwork culture, yeah. Yeah. Like the footwork culture, I feel like. like. How, how, how did that lead you towards like becoming a DJ? And when um, that on your radar? I got tired of DJs like not knowing how to care about the people that was dancing. Mm. Like you just gotta, you gotta look at it like, bro, you tripping right now. Like every DJ has, I try my best not to have that moment, but like every DJ, like every footwork DJ would have that moment. I'm like, man, I'm gonna play this new stuff y'all ain't heard yet. Like, it's fire. Boy, that shit boo-boo. <laughs> like, don't do that. You can't sell it. Like, I'm not trying to hear that. Like, man, you know, you got to take it back. You actually don't. <laughs> like, you can, like, when it's appropriate. Like, right. you got to have a setup for that. But you can't just well, throw been... something in there that really don't belong in yeah. there. Like, man, you know, y'all, all y'all want to hear is footwork tracks. What about the juke tracks? What about what really happened? Like, <laughs> man, it happened, bro. But this is serious right now. Nobody wants to pay homage right at this point like <laughs> this is very serious it's 11 45 in the party everyone just got here like, like not, not even in a party like in a war zone bro it's just like man you tripping stop playing this we do not want to hit this right now mm. so when i started djing i was like man i'm gonna play with fire all fire all fire all to ain't no yeah we gonna slow this down like yeah you know i'm play this new stuff like nah bro when I get on, all fire. Is that still the mentality? Hell yeah. yeah. That's what I would have guessed. I still go to battlegrounds. All fire. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing else to talk about. All fire at all times. Yeah. Like unless unless like I'm DJing like at a club or somewhere, it's just like I care about the people. Like how I DJ honestly depends on what my mood is. Mm-hmm. Like, and I still like honestly, if and anything could happen. I can hear somebody singing the lyrics to a Jagged Edge song. I'm playing everything from like 98 to 2005 <laughs> in a club. And it's just going to be like, man, like you, when's the lot? And I, that's why like I, I say like I try to sell myself different because I care about people when I'm DJing. I want to see, I want to DJ so good that I, I want to see a guy get a number from a chick with a pen. <laughs> like that's how far yeah. I want my DJ sets to be like like bro my phone died but I got this pen though like I'm gonna text you when I get to the like you'll write it on my hand like can we take it back like that oh, that's like crazy. that's that's the, that's the wave I'm on that's, that's the wave that's I'm always love. gonna when, be when on. did you find like that you had that love for it that like of making the room pop like that when did it uh, when did it when really I, Christmas, it was like Christmas like 2000 and something like 2005 2006 I was at Fifth City. I played this four-word track called Oreo Make Me Bob. And it went up. Like, mm. it went up. <laughs> we should throw that on the podcast. Yeah. You can't find, find it. it. I'm, literally, oh. I'm literally the only person in the world that has it. Like, uh, like, we'll talk. I have it. I have <laughs> Like, I'm literally the 15 only. 15 seconds. Little, like, little that little. is so funny, bro. Like, I really am the only person. in the, Like, <laughs> I still can talk to people. You can go certain places. You can go anywhere in the football culture and say the joke, Oreo Make Me Bob. And they will know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, it was like a real thing. So I'm thinking about like, actually, there's a YouTube video for it. Uh, we, I'm telling you, we will, we, we will fold down. this in. But you're, you're talking about like before you even know that those rooms exist, like the Mortal Kombat music and being hyped, and then being in a room where like there's 
you're like, oh, this exists in the world. I'm not the only person out here yes, who's into this. Yes, yes. Do you remember like whether it's like one moment specifically or just like being in that room, like how that opens things up when you're like, oh, I'm literally not the only person who's thinking this way and listening for this. Like just that feeling that it creates. Um I can say that the only time that I felt like um you're also the only person I know with a with a smartphone watch. You just learned this. I don't know anyone with a smartphone watch. Apple Watch? Never. I've I've seen 3 in my life. They're they're out here. It's <laughs> <laughs> not hanging in those Apple Watch circles, you know. Yeah, um but yeah, the moment in your life just that where you're like, "Oh man, like I'm part I can be part of this thing that already exists. I'm actually, I'm just a real individual. Um, the only time I've ever felt like that is like when me, like when we at this one weird grown point in my life, it was like a, one of those male conversations and everybody just admitted to masturbating. <laughs> that was really it. That was really the only time. You're like, oh, I'm a, I'm a monk. <laughs> so it was just like, that, like, it was literally like, it was literally a random conversation. It was just like, so somehow everyone. What like, was the context? It was just like, man, we were. I this can't remember shorties, what we were talking uh, about. Yeah, <laughs> like we. I was like probably like eighteen, nineteen. I was just like, so what? Oh, that's great. Yeah, bro, went off every now and then. <laughs> so what? It was like, bro, me too. Like me too. I'm like, so I'm. That was I'm like, oh, so I'm not alone. I'm not alone. <laughs> cool. That's literally the only time I've ever felt like that. Other than that. Like, but that's deep though. That I'm not alone. That's like all the time. That's literally like the only time that I've ever felt like I'm not alone. But sometimes when, and I'm projecting here, like I, I often do. But like one of the things that I could imagine pushing you to want to DJ and wanting to like make the festival is that then like you get to make it in your image. You get to not of yourself, but of what you're imagining, right? You know, so people like, used to look at me like I was insane. Like, like my friends knew about Oreo Fest. Um, and they was like, they was Which, with it. If y'all don't know, it's like a semi-regular pop of incredible. Yeah, we're doing another festival. one this year. Oh, we're doing I'm another excited. one this year. Um, yeah, but talk about the history of that. How 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 that come about? And you said people was tired of people first. doing stupid things. Like artists, like I can say this: I'm a Drake fan. One show, Drake just went way off, like, <laughs> way off. <laughs> I was just like, what is this? <laughs> in what in what way was he going off? Like, it was just a point where me and everybody else in there was just like. <laughs> this is like in a stadium? Yes. Drake, Drake's only been doing, he's been doing stadium since so far gone. Like, no, yeah. you can't take anything away from Drake. Like, and I was just like, yo, what is this? Like, it was literally quiet. Like, <laughs> what's going on? And and that inspired you to. No, it was just more, like, yeah, like, I was going like this, to parties. Emperor has I was no like, going, it was yeah. going to parties. Now, don't get me wrong, Drake literally has the best production on a show I've ever seen, ever flawless. Like, Kanye West has like the most, like, okay, let's just put it like this Drake, Kanye West. Yeah, but Kanye always fucks up the sound, though. Like that shit is always that muffled. First like of Jesus, all, he put the speakers in the mountain. First of all, Jesus was cold. Jesus was cold. <laughs> Not if you're up top where I was. <laughs> Bro, I don't get no, I don't care what nobody said. Jesus was cold. Actually, okay. I wasn't fucking with Jesus until he started doing Diamonds Off Forever. I actually was on my way out until Diamonds Off Forever came out. But I'm I'm I support Kanye, whether I understand it or not. It's just like, it's Kanye. We gon we don't this know, but we gonna moment. figure it out. <laughs> um 
Drake has the best production I've ever seen in like um Macklemore, you can feel whatever way you want, put so much into his shows. Um and it's a great experience. Um right now like crowd engagement and like total total crowd control from start to end Travis Scott Interesting. I saw Travis Scott on the Rihanna tour, and I was I was kind of no 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 no. So you but you got to see his. You, can, you can't you can't you can't appreciate Travis Scott opening for Rihanna because it's he's he's a uh, what you call uh, monetized I guess. Uh, okay. Like, like they strip it down. Yeah, yeah like it's yeah. just they give him like this piece of a stage. Right. Yeah. Like yeah, it was stage I've seen Travis live a few times, and. Like Travis Scott made me want to rap just so I could perform better than him. <laughs> this is an important question. Have you ever? Have rapped? you gone down that path at some point? I have to imagine. No, but I'm putting out an album this year. Really? I'm putting, yeah, I'm putting out an album or like, EP. A you rapping album? Nah, no, but, nah. I can't relate, you know? <laughs> if I rap, no one would know. <laughs> I would pull a twenty-four. I would pull a twenty-four. <laughs> With um, all the voice modulation and all that. And it would be fire. <laughs> like it would be fire. My rapper friends have literally asked me like. Why don't you rap? And I'm just like, that's just not my way. I just told myself that if I can't rap, I still want to get rapper checks. I want to be treated like a rapper and I want to be accepted as a rapper. I want to get rapper benefits without rapping. So the best way to go about that. Talk about this. the finesse. Yeah. yeah true. <laughs> so you just, you, you, we mentioned a lot. So you have probably more rapper friends than most people. <laughs> what annoys you the most about rappers? <laughs> They're indecisive. They never really know what they want to do. Interesting. But then the crazy thing is, is when I started doing my own festival and doing and having all these options, I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I feel them now. Do you think it's like being the person whose name is on the thing and then all of a sudden the pressure goes up? Not even a pressure. Like you forget what it's like to be regular. Like hmm. today we was having like we were talking about Oreo Fest prices today because it's one for the books. We are going very crazy. Um and I care about how much it costs because I want everybody to feel like they can come. Yeah. So I consider, like, you know, you have to consider, like, once you get so, you forget, like, once you get wrapped, once the world wraps you around you, you become you become put in this bubble and you can't really have access to things. Like, you won't know what people really feel about you. Well, you can now because of Twitter, but you won't know, like, the real reaction the raw, like unapologetic and reaction. And it's not a relation. It's not a back and forth. It's not yeah, a it's not like, you know, like times. you literally like, okay, bet. How do I find what people feel about DJ Oreo? I literally have to log into other people, Twitters and search Oreo Fest, search yeah. DJ Oreo and see what people are saying. Like right. that's that's how you really find. As opposed it. to like actually being, as opposed to just being like, being just being like, like you know, you know how do you feel? How do you, yeah. you know, you you gonna you drive yourself crazy if you let if you ask everybody opinion, <laughs> yeah. like yeah don't don't do that to yourself don't ask them how they feel just go look yeah like that's why like i take oreo fest very serious like if i'm gonna charge you a lot i'm gonna give you a lot yeah. and but also you know i just always wanted to make sure that people could afford it i did three shows with all of chicago like like i brought metro booming in on the last one for my birthday like chance and all them came like for the first one, it was like Katie and Herb and all these other people, like for $25. Yeah. yeah. You cannot beat that. Yeah. And I'm sure like <clears throat> the the contrast to that is you're on the road 
constantly and you see whether it's promoters or just like that dedication to make the promoter the, the regular promoter yeah. is a dying breed hmm. like seriously the re- you so like, like yeah. in order for you to be a promoter you cannot be sleep you have to be woke to yeah. what is going on yeah. and who's first yeah. like because realistically there's no promoter on earth who can make money off a drake show it's just too it big. Just cost too it's much. just too big. It's. Do you guys know what a what a writer is? A mm-hmm. writer. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's got Explain like, it for the people. He's got couple, like three couple, giraffes yeah. on his writers. Co- yeah. Co- but couple, for the for those right. who don't know, it's like the, what you get in your contract. Like what? Yeah. The, okay. The so to give you. So I bet in a writer in a contract, basically, a promoter's job or a company's job, a promotion company's job, is to make you. As comfortable as possible. Right, so so depending bottles, on how big you are, water, food. you get a certain amount of things. Now, a Jay Z writer. <laughs> yes, we're gonna we're gonna talk about. Oh, uh, this is real inside knowledge. Jay Z's writer, of course, yeah. is a private charter flight jet for him and whoever his people are. Jay Z is to be picked up in a Maybach, the newest. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Maybach, <laughs> the newest, the newest Maybach that year. Yeah. Um, then his room writer is his room writer. Like to the point that, like I said, their job is to make you as comfortable as possible. So if you say, I want, I, um, we don't, they, they, somebody can see you say he needs a steak from Chicago cut steakhouse from, um, the signature room from Larry's and from Mastro's. He'll pick which one he wants when he gets there. (laughs) It's not your choice to say, well, which one is he on? Yeah. You have to go get all four steaks, and they are to be ready, hot, and prepared <laughs> in his hotel room Pick a when he gets there. Oh, if he says, <clears throat> I need 2K on, I need a two, like if the man says something wild, like I need six bowls of pistachios cut in half, peeled, and toasted, yeah. you don't have a choice. You don't think right. this is kind of ridiculous stuff? Bro, I've seen... Kid Cudi's writer is a taco bar with a sixty inch. I, th- I think it was Kid Cudi, like a, a or no, Luke. Somebody had like at one point, Diddy's writer had like a tiger on it. Right. So, to, <laughs> so to what degree is this just like a flex though? Like, because uh, there's think, no such thing as a flex. Because I do you, think there's like like minus no minus minus simple, like um, what food towels water. That's it. And transportation to and from whatever venue. There's not even like one little thing that's a little like crazy on there. Because I've heard people do it like you put that one thing just to make sure that like they're on their shit. So if you show up and you know that like the bowl of pistachios is right, it means that everything else is going to be handled. Because they like... Okay, you just put me on game because I didn't know that I could do that. I'm going to actually put someone in. So like, no, like the most (laughs) wildest thing is that I, I damn near demand Wingstop. Like I damn near demand. Wingstop ain't even everywhere yet, though. Exactly. <laughs> they just like we got people we got driving all over like, Kansas looking for a Wingstop. <laughs> but like, no, nah, like <clears throat> I didn't like I damn near demand Wingstop, bro. Like it's insane. But so I, most, yeah, um, I guess it depends. Like, cause for cause with Yachty, it's right. You're the tor- you're the DJ for Yachty. Yeah, with Yachty, right? it's like cereal. Pizza, like I've never eaten so much Papa John's and Domino's in my life. <laughs> Damn. Every day. Since Papa you've John's like done Domino's. this before, are you like planning this? Like, can we like get like a like a like a salad in here? Like you like hey, yeah, like let's no, get like, like, like a steak. No, like you know it's it's pretty much to a point now. Because if I don't, first of all, I don't have to eat it. 
But I can say, I can ask ITM, like, yo, you'll tell them to put this, get this yeah. in there too. And they'll be like, yeah. So it's at a point where like, well, yeah, if you get it in there early enough, it'll be there for you. Um, but like, the I don't have a flex. Like, I don't know what his flex is. Mm. Um, like, but I will say we had a show. It was like the last college show. I can't remember what his college was, bro. Like, they cared so much. Like, they had Uncrustables on ice. <laughs> Uncrustables and applesauce on ice, milk on ice, <laughs> water, water on and off ice, apple juice, cranberry juice, um, Sprite, grape soda, like all on, on and off ice. It was, they just cared so much. So I got to just like change the subject completely. All right. It's true. You was a Jesse White Tumblr, right? Yeah. So me growing up, Jesse White Tumblr's was the rawest shit in the world. That's very fine. Just tell me, like, just tell me two of like the best Jesse White Tubler stories. My nickname was Africa. <laughs> My nickname was Africa. And you believe it or not, this is this is just so funny. For those who don't know, that like Jesse White Tumblers was like go crazy, full of Cabrini Green yeah, niggas. It was all project. It was, it was all flip. project people, and them kids was so mean. They was cool though. Like it was kind of like yeah, like you don't even know. You have to go through. You still got the jumpsuit. No, oh. like you have to go through a training, and you have to pass training. First of all, you have to audition for training. Then you have to audition for training. You have to train, and then if you don't make it through the training, if you don't graduate from training, you just don't make the team. You got to go back through graduation. Mm-hmm. But if you good enough, like there are stories, and I've seen it, you could pull up. Like if you good enough, the team of Put, put, like you would pull up on Mr. White he'll say give me your best set right now he's just right there I'm like <laughs> no I'm, I've seen people bust these flips like I need you front step like front like what was the coldest set I seen from it shorty it was like front step front step out Randolph into a <laughs> front step out Randolph flip flop no whip double whip Back flip, whip, back flip, back flip. They sound like double. Rap. They sound like whip. Flips. Like it was like it was like it was uh okay. Front step I'm just out. Loving this. Front step I out. Round out. Flip, flip flop. Flip flop. Full. Flip flop. Whip. Double full. Flip flop. Flip flop. Hang. Kick. Uh, hang. Kick. Twist. Full. Flip flop. Flip flop. Arabian round off. <laughs> It was we definitely a, like he went. Crazy. We definitely put a trap beat to that though. Well, like he was, bro. He was like, there literally, like front step out right now. Like, three, like it was like front step right. out, front step out, uh, Randolph. Three flip flops, full. <laughs> two flip flops, double full. Like after the like after the double full whip whip. He was like, it was like whip Arabian Randolph <laughs> flip flop whip whip full <laughs> double. I just back I was just like, what? like, and I was Mr. White was like, to me. Oh my God. give him a suit, get his information. I was just like, damn, like for <laughs> so real. That's why you a legend in my book is because you like no, like that's what I said. Like I've been squad. a piece of, I've been a piece of like a lot of like a lot of Chicago coaches. The only thing I haven't done is like spray painting b boy. Mm. Like I've skateboarded, I sucked. I like rollerblading. I actually skate. I still like get my roll bounce on on the regular. True. Plug it. I, I was actually in roll bounce. You, you, the, uh, the shorty throwing the water balloons. That was you. Yeah, I was the leader of that crew. For you, those a, who don't you, know. you, 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 you a legend. For that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's crazy is recently the lady in the end who was holding the trophy with uh, uh yeah with uh Wayne Brady. With, mm-hmm. I met her. Yeah, now nah, she around. She from Chicago. She's from Chicago. Yeah. 
I can't say how I met her. I haven't done anything crazy, but I met her in a very personal way that was just like <laughs> you can't give us any, that's, no, that's a teaser. I would the, get my I would get my face. <laughs> Grilled off like in hand. like you told them that like no nah, like I met her Hell, like I, and we know like, we on a first name basis <laughs> and like she knows me wow like and it's crazy but it's just like going back and looking back like yo I know her <laughs> like it was brought to me like yo that's the lady from Robots like. Hell no! Nah, it's, it's funny the people who like hold that like mythical status on you, like, <laughs> bro. Like you know, I've been like it still shocks me, like the way, like the way the things have traveled. Like I'm like I'm a very regular individual. Mm-hmm. I like Uncle Remus. I still will always shout out Uncle Remus. Like if I ever do any radio interview, like random, like so how you doing today, Uncle Remus? I'm cool. Like yeah, that's straight. <laughs> like yeah, you know, that's just like I I like how Rick Ross was like pears. I'm just gonna be like. Uncle Remus, <laughs> like that's how I'm starting in in every sentence. Like, uh, you know, Uncle Remus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it definitely. But you're talking about like that, like it being weird, weird seeing the way those things travel. And like, like no, like I'm not saying. I'm just saying like the 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 DJ Oreo brand, yeah. and the Oreo Fest brand. Like, I am like good friends with people in very high places, and it shocks me. It literally shocks me. There have been points in time when I've been in the car, and like Kendrick Lamar calls me and everybody in the car freaked out. Right. Like, bro, your phone. Oh, it's Kendrick, bro. Like Kendrick <laughs> is calling you. Yeah. And I'm just like, shut up. Like <laughs> you have to answer. Yeah, like, damn. I, I, like, I, I, shut I, up. I gotta talk to him now. Hello. You well, you, you just like, you're stunning on us too, just yeah. right now. You just No, that's not but it's just no, no, but it's the difference between the stuff because it nah, is I'm joking. it's the difference. <laughs> like that's like that's funny. Started. Like I can see like I see these people that people put on these pedestals right. and hold to these high statues. Like right. the word is just like even every day, like the chance thing. Like if my I literally cannot save his number. If he calls me like that, like they start whispering like right. <laughs> it's like yo y'all gotta chill like y'all gotta chill I gotta get annoyed like like, I, like being cool with like even like Big Crit or like Isaiah Rashad like, or like yeah. like now I like even like okay me and Drake is cool I think that's pretty cool like like but even like to the point where I'm one of the very like I knew my life was different at two moments Europe Chance, Europe with me and Chance when we watched 90,000 when we when opened up that flip yeah when we opened up that was like the same <laughs> Wait, night Our Future joint? like yeah it yeah. was like um, Our Future Kendrick like Our Future and TDE and us were all there I knew my life would never be the same I knew that I was doing great in life when I heard Beyonce ask herself where her husband was <laughs> like you I was downstairs in Barclays Center and Beyonce not like Beyonce, no, no the actually, the Beyonce. she herself downstairs. <laughs> real me and my homie Sky, we was at the title show. We had just performed. We was downstairs. When I tell you, like I had never seen. The only other time I seen more security is when I was when, like when President Obama was in town. Like they were like ten SUVs, like Cadillacs and Tahoes, and I'm watching Jay Z stand there. I'm watching Alicia Keys. Carmelo Anthony and right. no, I mean I'm watching Alicia Keys and Jay Z talk to Swiss Beats. I watched Beyonce walked right past, <laughs> like, like. So it's cool to me that you still get excited about this. Because no, that was cool. Like, that was so cool out. to yeah. me that I heard like Beyonce say, 
Where that is person, my husband? Where is my husband? Speaking like, of all that security, like 15 years ago, my cousin broke through her security and gave Beyonce his number at the Big Jam in the United Center. It's the most legendary shit. I can't tell you the whole story. He gave her his number. She dropped it, obviously. Immediately. But yeah, he like somehow penetrated her like four giants that was walking with her. He's like, probably, he better be lucky he didn't die. Yeah, right? <laughs> He's a legend. I, I, he, I'm Talk about, about to go about see him in LA. Um, before we get out of here, you, you mentioned those two moments being moments where you knew things were different. And I've, I've heard like versions of some of those before and I'd be remiss if I asked, is there like any other, whether it's a tour story, another moment like that, where you're like something you haven't told before, just cause you've like been out in the world doing this for you, for you. The new now. moment, which was recently yeah. is when I watched Coldplay perform their last show at Made in America with Jay-Z, Beyonce, Malaya, Obama, Chance, Carmelo, <laughs> Carmelo, Anthony, <laughs> Kelly Rowland. La la. It sounds like a mural that would be on a wall. <laughs> like, you know your life is different when you're standing behind Jay Z. Like the world's money. And he looked back. He looked back at you like <laughs> yeah. he looked back at you like you straight now because you was tripping earlier. Like those are literally the words the, yeah. from Hove to me. Like yeah. you straight now because you was tripping earlier. Oh, you really got to straighten up. <laughs> I was just like, I mean, yeah, I'm cool. Like, I, I, yeah, but like that's that's. Like watching Coldplay, like watching Jay Z tell Yachty, "Yo, you should remake that." Is just like, <laughs> this is how it happens. This is like, yeah, like watching the fireworks after the Coldplay show, yeah, in Philly with, yeah, like that was that was like my last moment. And when, when it's not like just about drive to want that, but it's like you can actually still enjoy those moments when that, you know, boy, that's, that's, that's that, that was that's top five life moments for me. Mm. So we're about to get out of here. Um, First off, thank you for being here and sharing your stories. You have a you got anywhere folks can whether it's like info for Oreo Fest or where you where where you're gonna be anything you want to plug. Um, like there's a, there's OreoFest.com as always. My Twitter and Instagram is always accessible to me. If you follow me on Snapchat, hey, that's all I got for you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Snapchat for me is just like uh like the inspirational quotes. I can go from morning. I like I start my mornings off saying you know thank God security bag don't front your move. You can see anybody on my Snapchat from, I can say this, from my daughter to Jay-Z. Like, you never really know what's going to happen. Yeah. So. That sounds like a solid follow. <laughs> like, you know, like, uh, we, we was kicking it with the new edition guys. My daughter was hanging out with uh, Dave Chappelle recently. Yeah, yo. So I'm one of the staff people for Open Mic, and I was gone on Monday. I was yeah. in New York. And this is a conversation for another time. Chappelle is like that guy for me. Like he's the, yeah, he, he is the, it's like him and Jay. And I would have, I would have met him. Yeah. And I was a thousand miles away. So I'm going to go cry until the next one and see, uh, see who comes uh, out. Like it, it was pretty cool. Like I thought it was pretty cool. Like my daughter got to hang out with Dave. Like my daughter played with Dave Chappelle. There's very not many people that can say that. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. It was, like I said, one of the, that that's the kind of cool kid thing I can deal with. That, that I rock with. Thank you for being here. No we'll be back next week with another strong invoice from Chicago and beyond. Peace. Much love to the people. Peace. <laughs>